Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. Uh, tonight, I'm joined with Lot. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, Hype and Post on Tumblr. Eon? Hey, this is Eon. I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. Devin? Hi, this is Devin, GD Harper on Twitter. Cody? Hey, this is Cody. You can find me on Twitter at the Crimson Lord. And Elise? Hi, I'm Elise, and I am on Tumblr as Barely Legible. Awesome. We got a nice big crew tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two of our occasional gents are on this show. Yeah. I know. I, I noticed that. I was so excited to be on with the gents. <laughs> okay. Tonight, uh, we're going to delve into the second episode in the final season of A Game of Thrones, and it's perfectly titled A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, spoiler warnings, as well as warnings for discussions of violence and rape. The episode opens with Jamie being judged in the Great Hall of Winterfell. Jamie reveals that Cersei was lying and had no intention of sending troops to help. Danny gives Tyrion the stink eye. Sansa brings up Jamie's past deeds. Bran startles Jamie when he bursts out with the things we do for love. And Echo was kind of already going around Twitter. I think people had a feeling that was going to happen. And uh, <laughs> Brienne, of course, stands and defends Jamie. Sansa asks if she will vouch for him and fight beside him. Uh, that's all she needs to hear, and then John also agrees that they need every fighter they can get. So that's our little summary, but... <sighs> can I say, like, this, this... I know the other scene that we're going to discuss is probably going to be one that we all kind of fawn yeah. over, but to me, this scene was the best scene in the show. I loved it when Brienne stood up and, like, spoke for Jamie and stood up for Jamie. And not only did she speak up for him, she, like, the way she positioned herself, she mm-hmm. stood in front of him like a shield. Oh, uh, that kind of, like, the episode where like, oh, the loved it. oh, God. Yeah, yes. yeah, just like with this, when they were on the bridge and, and Jamie like, stood. <laughs> it's like, you go, you go, you go. <laughs> you do it, you do it, Brienne. You... Oh, I was so proud. I yeah, was she so wasn't proud. letting, yeah, she wasn't letting anything happen to Jamie. You could tell she was gonna... <laughs> And it also mm-hmm. felt like it very much felt with like almost like vows. Like a, a lot of this stuff sort of, I don't know, maybe it's my ship or heart, but it felt like marriage vows to me. Like, do you vouch oh, with him? Will you stand that with scene, him? Will you, my God. That scene especially. <laughs> that scene especially. Like, yeah, I know everyone makes the joke about all oh, the nighting scene was like a marriage, but like it yeah. really did because they were standing in a huge audience and it was. Do they you have- basically tie yourself to this person? <laughs> I do. You know? Well, yeah, like I even saw like a behind the scenes interview with Gwendolyn Christie and she was pretty much comparing this to her professing her love yeah. to Jamie. Yeah. I mean, I mean the only yeah. thing missing was like released butterflies and rice throwing. <laughs> 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 there was food, there was applause. Uh, <laughs> somebody throwing the bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Just to go back though to like the initial scene, just um, 
the part that I love too is um, before um, before Brienne got up and defended Jamie, there was this moment where Jamie kind of just ever so slightly like turned to the side to like mm-hmm. acknowledge Brienne's presence when they asked like why did you come here, and then he was like, oh. words. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> I'm done. <laughs> oh my gosh. Be honest, Brian Cogman. Like, who are you on AO3? Like, we know you're writing. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I still think, like, you know, there's, there's, you know, I, take it for what it was. There's a little, some things felt a little rushed. You know, if you're going to do the whole, like, the actual scene itself, I think the beginning. I, I mean, you just got to take it for what it is. But, it, you know, there's a little bit of sort of, okay, that happened. Okay, that happened. I mean, I like the parts we got with Jamie and Brienne, but as far as the other characters like Danny and stuff, it was... Although I did think it was kind of interesting, you know, she walks right past him in the end. Like, she's like, okay, I'm daring you to do something <laughs> to me. <laughs> I kind of... Um, I liked that they didn't spend a lot of time on yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't like need to. It was sort of yeah, like, they had yeah, to yeah, me too. Yeah. I was going to be so was, annoyed. Yeah. Well, and it planted the seeds of like Danny's grip, I think, slipping a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. you know. Well, especially with in terms of Sansa and seeing yes. how the characters relate it and interact it with Sansa versus Danny. Like Sansa doesn't even have to try; she's just getting people's loyalty and love. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, I guess that's sort of understandable. I think Danny would have fought a little bit more, but you know, I'm glad she didn't. You know, in, in that sense, that I don't want to have to spend time on it. But I would think she would have not kind of. I guess she was outnumbered, but you know. And okay, anybody have anything else about that scene or? I just want to kind of with Danny. I think it's been weird in these first few episodes. You've only seen like. You know, well, right after this, we see the scene where she's fussing with Tyrion yeah. and stuff. But it's like, where is her crew? Like, her and Miss Sandy are never together. Oh, that is are a never good point. Together. That's a good like, point. And when they were that. seated, they're seated so far away from her. And it's, it's you know, and even they, like, walk away from her when this yeah. is all over. Like, they don't wait for her. And it's, it's, it's even, like, in her yeah. own in Team Danny. Yeah, maybe that's, and maybe that's all intentional that she's, like you said, that she's completely, you know that she doesn't have the type of backup that she thinks she has. Yeah, she's very um, isolated. Yeah. Or maybe she was like, hey guys, I want to have a moment with John, so can you skedaddle after this meeting? <laughs> she was angry because she couldn't bitch at John because he didn't agree with her. <laughs> He's totally doing that thing too about, you know, dodging her. Like, oh doing yeah. That dick guy. Well, I, he wasn't even paying attention to what was going on. Oh, he was thinking about that he's, you know, he was so out of it. Yeah, he's thinking about all how he's going to tell her and how he's going to break it to her. <laughs> I know. I'll break it to her right before the battle starts. That's <laughs> good timing. <laughs> oh, God. Dramatically in front of my mother's grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, okay, so then we move on to they're leaving the hall, and Danny, Joran, varies. Um, you know, walking along, and she kind of confronts Tyrion, and basically says, "You're either a fool or you're a traitor," which you know, legitimate. Um, so, what do we, I guess, kind of make of this? Do you think that we're do they're doing the fake out? Like, we want to make you think he's not really betraying her, but I still kind of think they're probably going to go that route. But um, I'm you know, so confused by Tyrion's yeah. like portrayal. I don't, I don't it's know weird. what's going on. I don't know what they're doing with him, 
But I, I feel like Tyrion dies at the end. I don't know mm-hmm. how. And I don't think he betrays her. I just can't see him betraying her, particularly not for Cersei. Like, I don't I don't see how they could write that to where it's believable. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other reason but I, I do think he yeah. dies. I just don't know how. I mean, but I, it might have something to do with going wrong with Danny. Yeah, like if she, like I could see her maybe turning on hit, hit her if she goes, you know, does something really horrible or, you know, even worse than she's already done. Which is already like kill his brother. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Like later, later in the episode, he says something about being ripped apart. And like the first thing that came to my mind was like being ripped apart by dragons. Like that's, I don't know. Oh, why that popped to my mind. Yeah. Was he talking about. I can't remember what he was talking about. I think he was talking about Cersei. Yeah, he makes, Cersei, he yeah. makes a joke that he's going to get turned into like a, a, rip a white, and then and he's going to go to King's yeah. Landing and rip her apart. Yeah. And rip her apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when Jamie's like, I'm not paying any attention to yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't really think, other than it's pretty that, that this little short hallway scene is pretty, um, pretty much you get what you see. Um, then we move on to Arya ask Gendry. <laughs> she, she goes, she's kind of like eyeballing him. I don't know. I know they're trying to do this thing where they, it's, again, like, I'll go into it more about the next area scene, but it's not really doing much for me, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the dialogue, but some of the <sighs> stuff with these characters is falling really flat for me, and Arya Gendry's like, meh for me, and I feel sad because I didn't feel that when she was with like that last scene where my, you know, my lady, and that was really moving to me, you know, how many episodes, seasons ago, but this is just like, kind of, it feels like they're rehashing stuff and it's not really... I mean, the whole point of this scene, so I'll go in the summer where um, Gendry tells her it'll be safer down in the crypts, which they keep, like, they're, like, beating that into our heads so we know it's not going to be safe. Um, she wants <laughs> to know. It's definitely not going to be safe. Jesus. <laughs> no, don't go there. Guys, it's totally safe. It's constantly. Uh, and she, okay, so she wants to know, she kind of wants to know, like, okay, what am I going to expect from the White Walker army? And, you know, she's pushing him because he's kind of, like, being that, you know, not really giving her a lot of info. And then... You know, he says it's death, you know, it's just what it is, you know, it's some intense shit. And she's just like starts throwing off, you know, showing off, throwing her, you know, throwing her little, um, the blades that are sitting there. Ah, um, says she knows death. So, yeah, I was kind of like, hmm. <laughs> uh, with, I think they played Arya too long as just a emotionless killer. Yeah. And now it's like when she tries to come back and like show any kind of emotion or anything or they try to set these things up it just doesn't work because that's how they played her for the last few seasons yeah. um and it just it falls flat it's a real it, shame it was just a very abrupt it was an abrupt change like she goes from being like yes. this creepy person to like oh i'm actually a person again and it's just weird <laughs> oh yeah like back and forth like really quick like uh, almost like you know dr jekyll or mr high kind of thing like one second exactly she's like... <laughs> yeah see with um, aria oh sorry oh well, I, well you can go ahead well, I was just going to say, I actually feel like they're going somewhere with that. Like, I kind of want to give the benefit of the doubt that that's intentional, because especially like last season, she was so just 100% stone cold, like with Sansa and everything, mm-hmm. and like that whole little finger kerfluffle. But <laughs> um, but then right off the bat, just in these first two episodes, it's like, it's like she's waffling back and forth between stone cold Arya and like actual human Arya. Like she, you can start to see the cracks and like we know from the promo that yeah. there are scenes later where she's scared Slip and like, out. you know, she's not so tough. And so I think it's kind of showing like, hey, you know, this is an act. This is something she had to put on and this is who she had to become to, you know, survive that situation. But she doesn't have to do that here. Like here, you know, she can just go back to being Arya. So I can't help but wonder. I felt it. 
but I'm trying to to hope that it's an intentional thing that they're going towards yeah. humanity. Yeah, that would be cool if they. Yeah. I almost wonder if it's like a you know like they're saying that she basically lost all hope that she could ever have her normal life. Yeah. You know, and now that she's back at Winterfell, she has her most of her you know her most of her family that she can hope for. Sansa and John, you know, they're all there at Winterfell together, and she has something to lose now. Yeah. You know, like this could this could be the end. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I know it's kind of like I, I don't know, and I don't. I guess it's the ones who haven't seen it. I don't know that they're really getting like how bad this is. You know, it's like I guess you have to psychologically tell yourself it's just another battle, but yeah, that's some intense stuff. Um, so the next scene, we move on to Jamie comes upon Bran, um, Bran not Brienne, <laughs> in front of the weirwood tree at <laughs> the Godswood. Jamie says he's sorry, and Bran responds that he wasn't at the time. You know, they're kind of have the dialogue here, you know, kind of sort of similar, you know, sort of what I would sort of expect and sort of expected, um, you know, sort of back and forth. You know, he's being his usual cryptic self, and he questions whether there will even be an afterwards. And I sort of took that as a general afterwards. Did you guys take that as like a direct towards... A targeted? Yeah, towards Jamie. You think I know. I took it as both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like kind I of, I kind like, of thought both, both of them. Like I was like, oh, like I, I'm not <laughs> sure, but I, I just took it as both, I guess. Well, so correct me if I'm wrong, but Bran can't really like, he can't see the future the way he sees the past. Like he can kind of tap into Bran vision and you know, and see things more clearly in the past. But the impression I've gotten is that when it comes to future things, he just kind of sees glimpses and shadows of it. Like it's yeah. not like he's yeah, a crystal ball, right? You know, so it's like he can he can say ominous things just because he's like the Avatar and has a million <laughs> ravens living in him. But like, you know, I don't know that that's really. I took it as a general like because for Bran there might not be an afterwards, you know. So he's like, why do you how do you know there'll be an afterwards? Like Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have we had distinct indications that he can see future stuff? He well, saw the dragon in, shadow, right? Over, yeah, he's uh, seen glimpses King's of and he also saw the um sept blow up. Cuz yeah. it's like the same thing oh, yeah. shot for shot when okay. Cersei blows up a sept, so he can uh, see it, yeah, but okay. it's it seems like he can see he can go in the past and see things, but he can't see the future and even that like, it seems so like clearly he, he has to kind of work at it because remember he didn't see about john but then it's like oh you know it seems like there almost has to be some sort of like trigger or some kind of i mean i don't know maybe yeah. it's the, the idea he, that he isn't in control of it yet you know he doesn't he's you know, really like, not yeah it's like no. he had to have the coordinates of yeah. like oh yeah. i need to know to go back and look at that yeah, yeah exactly yeah so i guess that's as much information as we're getting out of <laughs> out of brand <laughs> Next, we have a short scene um, where Tyrion and Jamie discuss Cersei. Um, they kind of make their way up onto the walls, and um, Jamie says that Cersei's really pregnant. You know, how he would know is questionable. You know, it's not like they had like any kind of pregnancy test back then. Um, you know, in that world, the imaginary. <laughs> but um, so he's a. Uh, you know, they're kind of going, they have a little bit of banter, they're going back to sort of the episode and, the, you know, first season and kind of, you know, sort of a little camaraderie going on there. And then as Tyrion sort of imagining, we already talked about coming back as a white and tearing Cersei apart, Jamie sort of, <laughs> he catches sight of Brienne and wanders off the stairs. Calls her a Batman on Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I actually, 
I was going to say, can we go back before we jump into the Jamie Brin? Because I know we'll live there for yeah, a while. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's <laughs> can fine. we go can we go back it, it, when they're having that conversation and Tyrion kind of turns to him and is like, no, she didn't trick you. You knew exactly who she was and you loved her anyway. And it's like, is Jamie offended by that? Or is he like, you know what? You're right. Like there's just this, it was such an odd little moment that is just it kind was. of a throwaway. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's true. I mean, I do. I think it's one of Jamie's big flaws. It's like, no, she didn't. Tr- she did trick you in ways, but like, but, you knew. Uh, but I mean, it's like, I mean, that's the thing where it keeps like, I, the first thing when I saw that scene is like, he didn't know because of the books he didn't know about. I was like, why don't you mention, Lance, mention Lancel? You know, not everything. I mean, he knew she was an asshole. I mean, he knew that, but I don't think he knew the extent. I think he was to some, to some degree early yeah. in deluded about Cersei. And that might be more of like, the sort of book Cersei and Jamie situation coming to my mind. But in the show, he knew. She told him she was going to, you know, he told, Bert, you know, there's all kinds of inconsistencies in the show. But yeah, I mean, I was thinking. Well, exactly. You know, exactly. Because yeah. like after she blows up the oh, set, yeah. oh, like, yeah. you know, in the books, when she burns the Tower of the Hand, like he pretty much literally is like, wow, reminds me of someone I used yeah, to know. But the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him out. But in the in the in the show, he like stays that. with her and can, and fathers a child. Granted, it was questionable consent with that, but you know, stays with her even after she does all this stuff. And he knows yeah. full well what she's doing. That's why there I, at the end. But I really wish, like, I know that they just want to completely wipe out the Lancel ship, and he she screwed Lance on the show, and it was like, oh god, I don't know, it just drives me crazy. <laughs> I just know. Continuity. Never came up. Yeah. 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 But it was um it reminded me of the conversation that Olena and Jamie had last season when um yeah. Olena basically says the same thing, like if she's driven you this far, then like you're pretty much just She's, she's like, in you now. really yeah. do yeah, love her, so don't you? Yeah. yeah. That was so maddening. That was like I mean and he even, you know, Nikolai is documented as having argued about that. Like, why am I hanging around? Yeah. Like, even he didn't like that. <laughs> like, she blew up the sept, and they kept fucking for another entire season. So I wonder if they put that in just to kind of drill it into us that Jamie was totally okay. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. You know, I don't know. That explicitly stated yeah. because it was so <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and they're speaking of it just remind me there's an interview and if you haven't i'm sure everybody's seen it by now but we're we're um gwen and nikolai are asked what you know they were like well what what would uh how would brianne act if she found out that cersei was pregnant and would she like be okay with it like gwen's like no and he's like yes and it's really funny but it's just interesting to think about like oh that's kind of uh, if you told her <laughs> cersei was pregnant <laughs> And there is one thing, though, I'd like to bring up. When when Tyrion is talking to Jaime, he says, when he's talking about Cersei, he's like, she told me that the baby had changed her and that this was a chance for you guys to start anew. So that has to fill in some of the conversation that we didn't get to see from last season, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. is that part of the deal he made with like? I was, that's like, like the betrayal. I think that's the betrayal thing. That's what that whole betrayal thing is supposed to be. It's, right. So I guess they could still sort of twist that angle, but I mean, it's all I call BS. Like I'm with Devin. It makes no goddamn sense. Like why the <laughs> fuck would Tyrion ever trust Cersei? Ever. If that was the case, it would only be because, like, well, if it's for you and Jamie, and I love Jamie, and if this is what he wants, then I'll do what I need so to do. Is, you know, that's so the only is, thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, so what is Tyrion doing then? Because he's telling us in the show, if we take him at face value, he's telling us in the show that he did, so he's still lying? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Does this make any sense? 
Yeah, that makes no sense. yeah. He's telling. He's saying, "I, I trusted." He's telling Jamie he trusted Cersei. That's just weird. Like that he's digging in. <laughs> See, I don't. I also, I'll go on record and say I don't think he's going to betray Danny the way in that way. I think if anything comes down to it with Tyrion and Danny, I think that we might see a resurgence of. I know um, last season there were all the comments about how he was infatuated with her as yeah, well and he's kind of in, in like the friend zone and that if anything it would be a you know a personal betray like not i am betraying you to support cersei but i am just abandoning you because you've scorned me or something like so that. he you was know, just I, so he was just being a fool basically is where they're going with this <laughs> i'm not picking up on those vibes at all this season so yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not getting this I'm season not, yeah not no, like, I, not like yeah, it was last season yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just all weird. I don't know. Maybe it's a lack of them not caring, <laughs> you know, or they, you know. We don't have time for another romantic. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love triangles for everyone. <laughs> They're past that point. Um, okay, so then after uh, after that scene, Jamie has quickly made his way down to Brienne, and he's, you know, he approaches her. She's watching Pod. Um, you know they're training some guys down there and they discuss battle plans and Risa heard how this really like this is just great the interaction um, she could have abruptly spins around on him and asks him what he's doing <laughs> yeah, season 3 and 4 <laughs> yes. Jamie and Brienne yes. back for a moment there it was oh, wonderful it was amazing <laughs> I missed it so much yeah that was pretty I thought that was pretty awesome too you know a lot of the other stuff was sort of more but I like that a lot. And he clearly stated the reason he is there yep. is for her. Ed, Ed, her. he said that he'd be honored to serve under her command. He said, I came to Winterfell because, and then he paused. I screamed at my TV because I love you. It certainly looked like that's what he was going to say. It certainly looked like it. I I almost had to look away during that scene because they did such a good job being so awkward. Like, like not even just, like, sexual tension, but just the tension of just, like, she was fine and she was oh she's beaming and so proud of pot and then she like senses his presence and immediately bristles like they did such a good job where he's trying to be nice genuinely and she's just like what what do you want like yeah she yeah, instantly became me with any high school crush i ever had yes, because it's the interesting <laughs> thing is yes, and this is where they did i yes. did brianna disservice because because they like in the show she doesn't have the the like bet backstory i don't think or you know like they kind of do there was like a dance or something yeah she mentioned um, yeah yeah that all the boys teased her and they acted like they liked her but it wasn't the like really traumatic thing with like the bet uh, with the men in renley's camp and so but it still makes sense that brianna would be like look you why are you being so nice to me and then she did they did such a good job of like the tension well yeah and they don't have any like if you think about it every single other moment they've had barriers they've had he was in the relationship with certain they've had things that kept them from even be able being able to like mentally go there so i think now that they're both in a sense free to it's just got to be because he was king's guard there were all these other barriers and now they aren't there anymore so what the hell do you how do you approach a person that you like obviously they you know they don't know how to tell each other they love each other yet <laughs> through other than through actions is their the time's running love. out you damn fools <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it every which way except those damn words <laughs> and physical <laughs> and other things yeah and other things <laughs> oh man 
Yeah, and we get information that she's going to be on the left flank, and they're sort of discussing. So yeah, that was um. So yeah, and it kind of we know that he's going to be, you know, he's going to be fighting with her. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of people upset that he doesn't have like a dragon glass hand or like claws or what. Anybody care? <laughs> One thing that kind of bothered me a little bit about the talking about his we- his hand or his weapons more precisely, he has a Valerian steel sword, heart, uh, right? And then so is Brienne. Why wasn't there a meeting between all these people saying, "Okay, raise your hand." Who has yes. a Valerian still sword? You guys are in charge of killing the White Walkers. Yeah, strategically placing them. Yes. Right. Like, you guys are having to be in charge. I do think, yeah, like, I think everyone that has one will kill a White Walker. Yeah. But, like, they didn't talk about that at all. And it's it, something that definitely should have been talked about. Yeah, and the fact that the two swords are the same, you know, they're from the same sword. Like, nobody's talking yeah, about the swords. Are joy. Yeah, they're eyes. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm a little glad they haven't mentioned the ice thing yet because <laughs> I don't even want to feed the idea of the John swords being get, melted down. Oh, God, John. Get you know, it's just sort of like, no, they are what they are. They are new alone. swords now. Like, get over it. You can't have your swords back, Winterfell. <laughs> Dead Ned Stark ain't going to use it when he rises up as a Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, Jorah is still calling Danny Khaleesi. Uh, we cut to that scene. He tells her it broke his heart when <laughs> Which she made. Isn't weird. <laughs> it broke. Her... He said that, and I was like, "He's still calling." Her I know. So that's my first note. Literally, was like, "What?" Um, he tells her it broke his heart when she made Tyrion her hand after he was kicked out. Um, but he admits that Tyrion has a clever mind and he suggests that she keeps Tyrion on. And he says, you know, I have another suggestion. And then we cut to, I don't know if you guys want to discuss that scene more. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'd, I'd like to at least touch the, or wait, you're talking about Jorah and Danny? Jor- yeah, Jorah and Danny, if there's anything oh, more no, in but- there. Okay. I'm good. Okay, that would move on to yeah. That would, that would move on to the suggestion, just because there's like there's like 21 scenes. I count them all. Um, then we move on to like say okay. So the suggestion was that Danny go find Sansa because um, <laughs> the next thing we find them, you know, um, she. Wait, it was a suggestion really from Jorda? Like yeah, yeah. He said I have, have another suggestion. Yeah. He said yeah, I have another suggestion. Like that. uh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you better make up with your boyfriend's sister, or things are gonna get bad. <laughs> She's like, well, I mean, if you think Dan about it, I know. Well, I guess he's I think what they're, me. I think they're trying to push Danny in this like she's so used to being like the white savior over in Essos, you know, like freeing the slave city, which is just like I don't know. They're so used to her being like the hero for everybody, and then she comes north, and people are like, "No, we know who the Targaryens are. Yeah, you, you are no weird. Misa to us." Like, yeah, exactly. and so it's like highlighting all this resist. It's just to highlight because he thinks like, "Oh, it'll be just like when you go and when you met with who you know, and you made peace in this city, and you figured it out. Like, you can figure it out here." And it's like this he is a know. very like, different situation. I know. Like, Winterfell doesn't owe her anything. Like the North doesn't owe her anything. She didn't help free them. They did that all on their own with the veil. And exactly, it's like she wants to put them back in, essentially in control. Like she wants. That's the weird thing. It's like she's all about like trying to go and save everybody else, and now she doesn't want to give them their own independence. Like that was very odd to me. 
Like that didn't make any. I want to break yeah. the. Yeah, I want to break the wheel, but like, like not for not for northerners. But I still need all yeah. of my seven kingdoms. Like I still need all of y'all. Like she doesn't. She hasn't figured out how to do this part of it, like yeah. the politicking part, um, yeah. or whatever. She only Diplomacy figured out the the how to conquer and take over part, but not actually rule the way she needs to. Exactly. Yeah, that's really true because everybody she's come across, she's kind of had to just be kind of this like sort of try to be this smart ass, badass, and like you know now she's with people who are asking her legitimate questions. Like yeah, what, and she you know it's Which just I like mean... if you're a political candidate, you have no details. You're just like okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, but there's no real you know meat to it. <laughs> I think it was also. Yeah, which is... Sorry, it was also such a great scene for Sansa because it was such a like, you know, if we flash back to, you know, season one or early season Sansa where it was so easy for her to get kind of wooed by power and she, you know, not admired Cersei, but, you know, like to be the weak one in the room and to like to bow to someone just because they call themselves a queen. And she's like, no, you're just a person just like me. And you might have dragons, but like, you know. Like, I'm not going to just, I'm not this weak little dove anymore. And, like, we will stand yeah. up for ourselves. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed Sans in this scene. Yeah, she's holding her own. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sort of went back and forth a little bit. Like, um, you know, it seemed like, you know, you can sort of get the impression that Sansa is trying to make an effort and then, um, like we said, when as soon as she confronts her about the independence, you know, Danny kind of got that, you know, could see the fucking shadow go down on her face as soon as she said that, that, mm-hmm. you know, it was over. Well, if you think about it, the two of them have kind of similar backstories, you know, in that they, they both kind of know what it's like to be sold off to someone and married to someone you don't know and raped and kind of used for political power and used for this and to, to rise up from it and to learn and figure it out. So it's like two parallel storyline, you know, two parallel kind of characters, you know, and it's like, yeah, we could be friends, but I've I've also learned enough at this point to know you're not my friend. You're coming here to make girl talk to <laughs> distract me from what you want to do. And yeah, no, that was well yeah, said. What I, what I love about the Sansa and Danny stuff is that I thought they were just setting up that they were just going to be at odds because they don't like each other, like as people and like just cattiness, I guess. Like I thought uh-huh. that's what it was going to be. And that was going to be very annoying. But like Sansa's is asking a legitimate question. And, you know, what about the North? Um, so like I like that it's a legitimate reason for them to be at odds yeah. with one another and not just some bullshit. Yeah, it felt like they had like a genuine conversation in the sense that they weren't just being, ca- you know, catty or anything. It's just like episode one right. when she said, what do dragons eat? Anything they want. Yeah, that kind Bitch, of no, stuff. what do they oh, eat? God, that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I need to feed my people. <laughs> <sighs> Are they gonna eat my people? Because I mean, we have less people to yeah, feed, that's like, a valid question too. That was pretty much Danny's answer. Your people. Oh yeah, your people. One part right, of it, we're though, on episode two. I'm just... When when Danny and her are talking, she you know she brings up more about the North, and the, you know that's a very good question. But in my mind, all I could think of was like, okay, so Sansa wants the North to be independent again, like it was in before the conquest of Aegon, right? But that that can never happen. There aren't enough people in the north 
to protect the North from any Southern invaders. Uh, like, the North has been ravaged from war for, like, how many years? All those great houses are gone now. Gosh, yeah, that is, that, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, how these people, are, yeah, I know, like. How would she defend <sighs> against King's Landing coming and taking the North And it's back? just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse when Winterfell's like, because, oh, God. That's going to be even more of oh, a disaster. Because out of here. Shit. I didn't even think about that. You know, everybody keeps talking about the North rising. I mean, it's going to be devastating. Everything. Oh, my God. Cersei's yeah. just going to come and clear them all out. Shit. <laughs> hey, I hear the crypts are safe, though. <laughs> and you know, at least twenty the, times in this episode, the st- like the, the, crypts. the Starks the crypts are gonna like make you know. So the, the, I guess the well, supposed ironic thing is, I guess the dead Starks are gonna make final work of everyone in the crypts. I don't know. <laughs> I just think about Sam and Gilly and that oh, little baby. Headless Ned comes that. in, killing people. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, are we going to talk about the crypts away. now, or do you want to save that for the end? Uh, I do sure. have questions. I have questions about this theory. I, I guess we should say, okay, so let's save that for the part where Davos is talking to the little girl, and they, they talk about the crypts there. We could save that. Okay. It'll be a nice tie-in. Okay. Okay, so let's, okay. so, okay, are we done with, we're done with Stance in the library? Are we good with that? Mm-hmm. Think anything else? Okay. Um, Theon enters. So this is pretty. I, this was amazing. Um, Theon oh. enters and tells them that Yara has returned to the Iron Islands and that he is back to fight and protect Winterfell if Sansa will have him. Oh my God! This was. I love this. <laughs> How good this are these two together? And I did not stop. So God. good. Yes. Ugh. Their chemistry is amazing. <laughs> um, and did y'all, I've never shipped um, them before, but I shipped them now. Yes, I did too. <laughs> it started this episode. Like, never yes, shipped them I never thought of it. Now I'm like, oh, I love this. <laughs> um, did y'all notice when, so when Theon, when he first turns around and realizes that they walk into the room, he looks like he is going to just go right to Sansa, but he notices Danny is there and uh-huh. stops and gives like the proper greeting he's supposed to the queen but like everything in him just wanted to go right to sansa oh so good oh well and it's another it's another little tidbit of like danny not being fully in control because then she's just standing there because she asks him the question what are you doing here but he doesn't answer her he answers sansa he it's like what are you doing here he looks to sansa and says i'm here to fight for winterfell if you will have me you know and I think I don't know what we're meant to read into her face, but like when Sansa goes to hug him, it's like Danny going, like again, oh, I'm not the only human in the world who can inspire, you know, love and devotion in people. And it really felt like I'm the prom queen. I'm the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> She's being Marcia, upstage Marcia, left Marcia. and right. Like everybody's upstaging her. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, oh. Danny lovers. This she's is like, not the podcast. She's like, Sansa, Sansa, Sansa. As a Danny lover, I, Sansa, I, I, Sansa, I, I... Sansa. What were you going to say, Cody? Sure, Danny. But let's hear it from the Danny lover. Fair's fair. No, no, I do. No, I, I agree. She looked like someone who's like, hey, I'm the important one here. I yeah. still, I'm. She's still my favorite character, but still, I, I agree though that she's That's very cool, much though. like. We need the representation. We need. We like what Guile and like you know you guys kind of kind of you know balance us out from our negativity. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> 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 oh 
<laughs> oh, well played. Oh, okay. So, and that now, so now we're at the where we can start to talk about the crypts because it goes to Davos is helping to serve food to people in the courtyard, which to me is like I don't know if you've ever followed like I don't know it just fits in with like Liam's uh, Twitter feed. I was like, this is like right up his alley. Like he's very much about like I don't know like this. He, he's um progressive and has like talks a lot about refugees and stuff so i was like he probably love this scene um it just feels like where davos would be you know if he's going to be active and doing something he's not going to be sitting in a room he's going to be helping people so i thought oh that yeah was it was cool. peak davos yeah i thought that was really this cool. read to me like the aragorn scene from the uh two towers movie where he meets that kid with the like ah. rusty sword you know, because he, he's talking to that guy and he's like, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a warrior. I don't know how to fight. And he's like, well, neither do I. But that, that, my husband was you're, pointing out there was a lot of parallels <laughs> with the, yeah, with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's um, one too many times Davos has said I've survived without knowing how to fight. Oh, right. Davos no. is going to die. Oh, I, 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 I didn't out, he doesn't ever mention he oh. has plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh now i'm scared for him see now, like, oh. i was trying to be in denial about some people oh i could see that too and of course the, the little girl had the scar on her face which reminds him of um shireen and it's just all sorts of like oh he's like oh look another child to adopt i'll start oh the paperwork gosh. right away <laughs> you know and gilly comes up and they sort of the girls like i want to fight my brothers are soldiers and they're like of course she can't fight but they're sort of playing into it and like oh you know she's like you can protect me and crypts. my son and this and then so the crips like oh god like what <laughs> uh, if i'm gonna be so upset if that little girl dies Oh yeah, no! I didn't even think about her either. Oh back god! As a white. Oh god! Oh god! Oh, I'm sorry, but Gilly did not come all this way to die in the motherfucking crypt. Shit! Oh, oh, her too. oh, white. oh, oh yeah. my god! I'm in denial about Gilly too. No! Oh my god! I was so. Oh my god! I don't know why it's just coming to yeah, me now. But... <laughs> Sam's gonna be in the crypt too, right? Oh I think so. yeah! All three. Oh. And baby Sam. So maybe. I, I kind of like dying. wish that he would have kept Heartsbane in the crypts. No shit. shit, right? Yeah, he could <laughs> right? just he just could have been outside of the bedroom or wherever they're at, just swiping Heartsbane yes. back and forth until oh, they all. Oh, no. Well, wait, does he not? Whose sword did he have when he killed the first White Walker? He when had it was Sidian. He, he had Dragon. Yeah, oh, he had Dragon Glass. Yeah. Okay, right. all right. Okay, so here's my question with the crypts, because I I didn't even think about this until after, like, my husband pointed it out afterwards and was like, you know that, like, all the dead people in the crypts are definitely going to rise up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. But, like, one, isn't, like, for example, Ned is literally a box of bones. Like, yeah, he is so not what, what a body. That's the, I that's didn't the thing. stop them from attacking Jojen. And- <laughs> well, okay. His skeleton well, but that's, but I'm saying they're not, bo- like, how many of them are bodies and then right. how many like is Kalanese in there? Dust. Is Liana even? Yeah, no, Liana is. I, I would say in Hardhome especially, we saw all those skeletons fall off the cliff and they all kind of like got piled up, you know, as like a pile of bones. But they still got up and reformed <laughs> and like went <laughs> after them. Did they? Pretty awesome. Yeah. That's like the only one who liked that. <laughs> Oh, they, Hardhome was so good. They've got to do so something. If they're going to do that, they have to do something that lets you know who is who. So, like, how do you know? Is Ned going to be like Hamlet yeah. holding a skeleton a has a He's rose. holding a skull. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing about the Crips is, so 
because of all the people who are said that are going to be in the crypts, all of those people can't die. So, like, what happens if all because if even five of the uh, like if even there are five skeletons, that probably means certain deaths for whoever is in the crypts because it's mostly because I mean, a lot of them are children and they don't have and like and also when would they would like would the Night King just for no reason just rise people from the crypts? Like, how like how is he aware? Of what is going on in the crypts, unless he's yeah. a Stark, which I think he is. Um, like, I, I just, I don't, I can't see the logistics behind it. And it seems like there has to be some sort of proximity. Like, he has to be somewhat close to you, or they have to be somewhat close to you to raise you from the dead. Yeah, um, I agree. So and there's I... also that. I, I saw the crypt scene going as, like, the crypt, the door to the crypts is like ironwood, I think, and like okay. very hard to get through and almost impenetrable, by, like, even by fire. I saw it as like the whites almost getting through, <laughs> and at the last moment, like somehow they're saved. So like, somehow how did, how does do, do? Is there any? Um, you think they'd know all this too? Especially Tyrion would be, you know, he's the type of person that would study details of a map. Or is there any kind of? There, there are there alternate? Do they ever discuss if there's multiple alternate exits, or is just one way in and one way out? Or do we ever get a I sense that there anyway? has to be another way out? I mean, there well, has to be airflow. Like, I think there is. I think that we're meant to believe that there are kind of tunnels and stuff in the crypt, but they're deep. Because I think there, especially in the books, there are allusions to there being multiple levels, but, like, you only go so far. And maybe, like, like, Rand the Builder is the only one that knows where every, you know, everything is, or whoever built the dam. Was he the one that, whoever built Winterfell? Yeah. Yeah. And then they say, in the books, like, how the any like the swords keep the evil spirits in like the swords like placed on the statues keep the evil spirits in but then i thought about the swords that brandon them took did they take them in the show yeah they well i I don't even think they brought that part up in the show about the swords protecting them but i mean it was just when i when i kept seeing the because the theory that the crypt people will be raised from the crypts has been around for a while like that came from that was a book theory theory i've seen before but like this, of course, is making the rounds again now. Because so they I'm keep just, saying, yeah, the logistics in my yeah, head. They keep referencing yeah. it. It has to pay off yeah. for something. There has yeah. to be yeah. a payoff for that. Like I don't, well, I don't necessarily think that'll happen, but I do think the crypts aren't. They're going to be breached. Like they'll somehow yeah. be breached, even if. Oh no, not, definitely. Like, I mean, if you think about the promo for episode three, oh, like okay. there are all these shots. One, there are all these shots. These interior shots That's of true. people That's fighting true. and yeah. and like you know hiding from things. So you know that something is in the castle like and, there's something you know, breaches I always think they, um, they did like when you see all the wall scenes where they put the like almost like that what, I don't know what you'd call that they put it like the wall with the like, little slices like I'm thinking like pigeon barrier but like you know, oh, the you slices. About, like the spikes yeah the spikes essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the stone walls um, and... you think they would have yeah. done something like that everywhere just to be on the safe side you know what I mean like, like everywhere everybody a little chunk even if it's a sliver so they can like shank a white you know give even the people who can't mm-hmm. fight give them some I hope I hope there's like a pile of it somewhere they can access down there because I mean, even varies could try I mean if they're in the crypt without anything that's gonna yeah. be just insane if they're down there with nothing and then if everybody's in like what you were saying all the important people okay so it it's like There's it's like that theory. what is that thing like if like, somebody they, they can't die yeah like when i have the state of the union not everybody is in the you know in the, ca- the capitol building like they make sure somebody right. is somewhere else so somebody should be somewhere else well like, brands at the werewood tree with yeah, the on in the iron board <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
Well, you know, and Sam made a point of giving away his Valyrian steel sword. Yeah. You know, to... I've got to feel like Won't Sam be would be this. smart enough, though, to hang on to something like a dragon glass oh, must... dagger. Or well, something. he said he couldn't wield it anyway. He had trouble holding it up. Yeah, so hopefully he kept some pieces. I don't know. Baby Sam is big enough to kill somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He could stab him in the ankle. Slice him in the <laughs> But yeah, the little the little girl that like that scene broke me with Davos because oh. if if she dies, I'm and like comes back as a white because I feel like the burn on her face was to remind us one of Shireen yeah. and and I thought well maybe they just want to make her noticeable because she's gonna be resurrected and they want us to oh, know that yeah. that's who oh, that is that's oh like the, the real type yeah. yeah yeah and also I don't know if you guys noticed but there was a lot of shots of kids in this episode too mm-hmm. yeah like little yeah. kids so many kids yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember the 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 say. Oh God, well, the little kids are going to back the refugee <laughs> part of it. Like that, yes. everybody is here. Like yeah. most of the North, like they're here. They're not holding yeah, somewhere else. Like I like that line when sent before. Who's she talking to? Jan Royce. Yeah. Before Danny walks in, she's like, "Yeah, there are people still coming in. So let's keep the gates open as long as we can." Oh my God. Uh, oh, and just the question about Jan Royce. Why does he? Always have that armor on, like even when nothing was going on, like nothing's going on. Like, like who? Nobody's coming for you guys. Like, no, he looks like a big pigeon. The most important question I have for him is, where is his charge? Where is Robin? Aaron? Yes, they haven't is mentioned he in the him. Around at all? Oh like God. even in the background shot, that's even around, no. like even in the background. No, like, I, haven't... no I thought that wow. Robin Aaron was off being fostered somewhere. I thought that was like a throwaway at some point that they sent him somewhere else to be fostered. Better be mm. in the south, or, or at least bail. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. Oh man, <sighs> we all forgot about Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think Long as word John. would get out, there's got to be a panic because by now word has gotten out and it's spread like crazy. So there's got to be a panic at all the ports, you know, all the probably all the pirates and all the people are charging like you know like uh, what a get price gouging for people to leave Westeros. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, what a nightmare. That so, would be a lucrative business. Yeah, what? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> gonna get rich off of it and then stay, you know, float away. Uh, so, so our. Uh, Next scene is Ed, Tormund, and Beric arriving. You know, they're greeted by Jon Snow. Um, they give news of, you know, the death of, basically, it sounds like House Umber, of the Umber's death, and inform them that the army will be there before the sun comes up, based on, I guess, their travels. Oh, man. And, you know, I we, just want to say, I, I know you guys don't like Tormund, and that's fine, but his, his hilarious of him, like, tackling Jon before he gets to Ed. I, I actually like it. I actually like Tor- like that. I, I like Tormund. I'm okay I loved with him. It, yeah. I'm okay with him. I don't like like some of the shipping stuff, but I'm okay with him because we know he's not going to get with Brienne. So there's no. I'm, I, what are we feeling right. afraid of? You know. And I mean, I genuinely laughed. The like his comedic <laughs> turn when yes. he says, "Is the big woman still here?" Was <laughs> And I don't know um, if they listen to. Yeah. I mean, do you guys think? I don't know if they care what fans think, and I don't know if they listen to some of the criticism. I don't know if it's because I'm so happy that what's happening with Jamie and Brienne that I don't care, but like, I don't get that he's being quite as lecherous with her. I get that he's being kind of like, 
he's being a little of his lewd self, but I, I don't know. It didn't seem like he seemed threatening or anything. Like it didn't. He I think like, all the interviews I've seen, yeah, they've toned it down. I think yeah. everyone agrees behind the scenes that Tormund is just like yeah. he likes her, but they know it's not going anywhere. You know. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. think he. I didn't yeah. think he would do anything horrible to her. You know, he's not like a threat. No. Well, and I think we're meant to believe that off screen that they have been around that Tormund and Brienne have been around each other enough that they have kind of a rapport because she's speaking, to, you know, like they have they kind of have a interactions and she's not she's still obviously a little skittish with him, but she's not not as like, yeah, she's not giving the same, you know? really stink face she yeah. was before. It's not quite as, you know, horrified yeah. as she was before. <laughs> um. I meant to look, but so, you know, they say that, you know, House Umber's gone and then Beric says or one of them says that any anybody that's between here and be like the wall is like his army now, because like before Danny said, like there were a hundred thousand. But now, like, at least House Umber, probably House Glover, I think, is north of Winterfell. Like, what else is north of Winterfell? Like, how many more people does he now have? God, could he have, like, 160? I mean, what the hell? Is that too much? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's scary to think about. How do you fight? How do you fight an army that's constantly gaining numbers? Well, they well, came what... up with a pretty good plan. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I did like That's not going to work. <laughs> the trips are safe. I'm sorry. But no, like, that. I, that's what I loved about this episode, though, in particular, is the feeling that they know there's literally like a 0.00001% chance they're going to survive this. Oh, God. Like, yeah, like, there's just no way. <laughs> and they're still yeah, willing nobody, to do it. In the episode, really nobody says. <laughs> yeah, nobody in the episode ever says we might die. Everybody is like, we're dying tomorrow. Like, that's... Yep. I'm not spending my final hours with you two miserable old shits. Like, <laughs> this is our last night on Earth. Like, all these things. Like, nobody... There, there's no question. Like, everybody is pretty much accepted. This is it. And this us. is a good segue into what you were saying, Devin, about it being a good plan. Because the next scene is them in the war room. You know, and Bran's oh, telling so them the Night King's trying to find yes. him. And then we they kind of go back and forth. And, you know, we get the kind of... The reveal we get from Bran isn't really much. It's basically they want to erase humans and the memory of them. Um, and he tells them to use them as bait. Fionn says he'll defend them. You know, it's... Um... Oh, God. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. And this is this is based on the, what Bran says about the Night King. Do you think that is a good enough reason for you, based on the show and or the books, for the White Walkers invading? It feels like a letdown. I mean, it feels like kind of like a letdown if that's it. I mean, unless yeah. Bran's not telling it, them something... Unless, the only thing that I I kind of like about it is we know the children of the forest, well, according to the show, created the White Walkers, right? Yeah. With the idea that they would be the weapon to use against the First Men. Or the oh, men. okay. So I guess it right. And so sense. basically, yeah. the White Walkers yeah. just took over that mission, and that's what they've stayed on that path. They have, you know, that's they're still their mission is to kill all the men. So it's basically yeah. like you created a monster, a robot, or what? It's something. That right, you and then you decide, oh, control, that's not a good yeah. idea, and then but it's too they're late. Like, oh yeah, so, fuck yeah, that's like they made their yeah. nuclear weapon sentient, yeah. and that yeah. was the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I also have a question. Do y'all think the Night King even shows up at Winterfell? No, no. I don't. Oh, I don't think. No. I don't think he does either. Oh. I don't even think he's gonna show up. And if he does, I think he immediately leaves. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna do? Fly south. Landing. Fly, Fly south. south. Oh shit! Sandwich them between like, the north and the south. They will have nowhere to go. 
Oh, like, shit. I just do not think he's oh, coming to Winterfell because shit. the plan was too simply laid out. Oh, the plan think... was like too. He's going to take his dragon and he's going to. Oh, wait, the do you south. think it's just him on his dragon or do you think he has another army? Or I guess as he kills people with his dragon, he could create an army. Or what do you think? Like, like he'll go create more yeah. army. Like, he can just start. And... Oh, God. But I just, because if I he's got a marker on Bran, he can. Sorry. I was just saying, I don't know what he's going to do, but I don't think he's coming to Winterfell. Because just because the plan was too simply laid out. He's coming for me, so we'll just bait him and we'll kill him there. I think that would be cool if that is what happens. Because that's a lot better yeah. than... <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, bad for us, but that would be cool for me. <laughs> oh, for well, characters. it's also, if the Night King... If the Night King has like a tracker on Bran, he knows where he is all the time. So there's no incentive for him to come when he knows they're prepared for him. True. Yes, when like yeah, they, why, why like Rich knows he's... they know he's coming. Yeah. Like as they're laying out that plan and they're like, oh, we'll lure him in in the godswood. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, so there's no way the Night King's showing up. Like because you yeah, have yeah, this that's... great plan, like there's not a chance. <laughs> he could, but like, yeah, I, I think, don't know that's that good of a I plan. Think the... <laughs> <laughs> I think the lieutenants will come for Bran, like those the White Walkers. I think they'll come for Bran, but the Night King, I doubt he he shows up. Um, But I I like that Jamie was the one that pointed out. Well, if he knows that, he's not like he's not going to show. He's not coming. He won't come, you know, to Winterfell. Oh yeah, that's true. Jamie did point that he was the one to point that out. And Bran was like, "No, he'll come for me." Uh-huh. I'm just like, yeah, I don't think he will, guy. <laughs> Trust the this season. This is an interesting question, though. They talk about how to kill the Night King. Oh, yeah. And I never really gave it much thought. I just assumed, well, you stab him with Valyrian steel, right? But then I thought, well, no, he was created a different way than how the other White Walkers have been. Oh, yes. And that may be, so he maybe he might not die from Valyrian steel. That might not That'd affect suck. him that way. That would suck if somebody stabs him and he's just smiling. Yeah, exactly. Like, how, how much of a shocker would that be? John stabs no. him, and then like nothing happens. <laughs> Shit. So I mean, I have the feeling fire. that. See, I thought it might be dragon fire, and just it's an unknown because Brand yeah. said he nobody's ever tried. Was like, I don't know. <laughs> but I also had the thought, like, even before the season started, that like they might not even defeat the Night King. Like, they will push him back beyond like somehow push him all the way back north but I, I'm just not 100% sold on him being ultimately defeated like that I think there will still like be a threat yeah. and I'm and I it's like don't a never ending really want cycle. it to, yeah the never someone ending. else's problem in a thousand years you'd be like so long suckers and fly off because <laughs> like I think thousand. the wall will need to, yeah I think the wall will need to be rebuilt <laughs> And all these things will need to happen because the threat will still. Because if that's the case, why didn't like whenever they took him out last time, what happened? Because they the king beyond the wall and like whatever Stark was in charge of Winterfell, like they came and like they beat the Night King before. Well, that's only in the books, though. Well, as the book goes, yeah. The show has only portrayed him that the original Night King is the same one that we've been fighting this whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's the difference. Okay, I forgot about that. Between the. Hmm. I play the two all the time. Uh, I just like how they have no idea how to kill him. They're just like Dragonfire. Sure. <laughs> now, now I think like he's gonna get hit with Valyrian steel, and it's not gonna work. I feel bad forever tries to get <laughs> somebody's gonna <laughs> die a horrible death. Our luck, it'll be Jamie. Oh no. Oh. I think I, no. So I think that Jamie. So I, well, I'll go on record and say that I 
I do think that ultimately I'm kind of in the team that I can see Jamie dying just in the season in general, but I'm pretty confident that Jamie, that Jamie and Tyrion especially survive this battle of Winterfell scenario because Braun. what is the point of Braun if both of them don't survive? I feel and like also there has, they have to see Cersei again. I yeah. do too. I feel, I like, I feel like everybody. Like okay. Did somebody be- say somebody on Twitter? Was it Aaron? Somebody said that they heard that, that he was signed on for all six episodes. That means he's either alive or dead alive and all or or Arya's wearing his face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how after, you know, I don't know yeah. where they got the info from, but maybe he'll live. Yeah, I, I think I think Jamie's safe. This episode anyway. Um I think when Theon said that, that he would protect him with the Ironborn, I felt like that was Theon's Aww, I'm done. So like this like cuz I, I think he has to die a start in Winterfell. Like I think that's how he has to die. In, in Winterfell, you know, and yes, in protecting Bran, who and he die, pretended die to kill. Stark, yeah, that's there's a little poetry yeah. in that. And like, oh. if him, if he and Asha had gone back to Winterfell to fight, I would say she would die and he mm-hmm. would live. But I felt like their scene earlier was like their goodbye, and like oh. we, I think, I think we won't even see her again. Be sad. And mm. he might not make it out of this battle. And what do you all make of this next scene? Um, it's very short, but it's Tyrion asks Bran to tell him his journey. I mean, you know, they always seem like, I mean, at this point, they're except for the stupid brothel scene, but that was probably just a parallel, but they're putting <laughs> things in for a reason, and um, they put this in for a reason. So why do we need to know that Tyrion, that's what I was just curious, did, did he just like, he get the details, and think there was anything behind that? I, I think, just wish we would have seen a little bit yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we will. Maybe brand tells him something something that turns him or you know oh hmm. that would be interesting yeah there's a reason we didn't Hmm. see it yeah there's a reason we didn't see it so Hmm. he's like hey where's where's taisha at I need you to look this up. Yeah. Go and find and find this for me. That's right. It's like friends. Hey, Google. About that scene, why does no nobody yet has questioned Brand? Like, yeah. How do we know that this is like that? He knows what he's talking about. Just take his word for it. Like, I feel like there should have been some kind of scene where he explains a little bit about what happened to him. Because, like, this is just, we're just taking his word for it. How many fingers am I holding up behind my back? You know, I don't know. Something to prove. <laughs> like, yes, something. Like, what did I do last Tuesday? Well, I think Jamie's a believer. Oh, yeah, that was freaking. He's freaky. not exactly going to vouch for his why. Although, I guess he could assume that maybe, well, do y'all think, he could assume that he heard it before he fell or he remembered it, you know. That's what I was going to say. Do y'all think... Bran remembers, or that is the three-eyed raven. That remembers. I think it's the three-eyed raven, but Jamie could think it's Bran. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what I thought as well. Oh yeah, no, I don't think it's Bran. I I think of Bran at this point, like I earlier I jokingly said like the Avatar, but like I think of it as that of like he has all these other every three-eyed raven lives in the current three-eyed raven, you know. So it's like yeah, yeah he's he, he has seen it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he he has Brandon but, Stark's but you, memories, but he's not. Brandon he's not really. Stark anymore. So, do they all know the lore of the Three Eyed Raven, or is this just he only knows? I mean, is this something again? Does they have, he'd explain this? That's to why everyone. I said somebody should yeah. ask a question. Yeah, I know. Because nobody's asked. Why? That drives me. I nuts. think everybody's too scared to ask. <laughs> I would want to know. It's just well, like Sansa. He's, he's, he's a little so weird, weird now. <laughs> yeah, he's a little weird. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, that's the, yeah, I... yeah, he does that. <laughs> 
he, he I'm not sure if I missed it or not. Or wait, are we there yet? Sorry, I had to mute for a little bit. Um, so I had to kind of space out. But um, where Tyrion, have we gotten to where Tyrion like pulls up the chair next to Bran and like wants yeah, to hear that his was exa- story? Yeah, that was yeah. exactly yeah, that, yeah, right that's what now, we're talking so about now. Yeah, okay, like, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, I had okay. to mute, so okay. I was like, where are we? It's, that was totally cool. Yeah, that's exactly where we are. So, yeah. So I guess that will remain to be revealed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they like, like, like I said, they had to put it in there for something. Like, it's just not just there for nothing. Yeah, I hope they don't leave it high. I hate when they leave little things high. I want to know. <laughs> um, so the next scene, you know, we have a little um, Grey Worm and Miss Sunday have a touching moment. And he tells her there's no place for them there, which is pretty accurate. Like, I kind of agree. I'm like... I would get the hell out of there. Even fighting for them is a big stretch for me. I don't know. I just kind of feel like that's a lot. You're like risking your life, and <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know. I could see the unsullied yeah, being very, very to. dedicated to Dan, Danny. Yeah, I mean, I'm impressed. But totally, one gonna... of them's R.I.P. Right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Oh, that's no. the reason for this. Grey Worm scene. Yeah. is absolutely. I, I like. I feel like, like Grey Worm is probably going to be the first like bit name character that goes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, watching that scene, I'm like, well, one or both of you's dead. Like yeah. this is yeah. especially because nice he said yeah, he would this, take gonna... her home and protect her. Then it's got to be him, you know. Yeah, she's we're going to Butterfly her. Island after this. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not getting out of this, buddy. Makes me so sad. God, and I think they might die because they. Yeah, this episode felt like a lot too. of goodbyes. Shit, that would be sad if they both died. How did I'm, I'm thinking Sunday would be in the crypts? Yeah. Well, because yeah. it's right. so safe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't see how she would die. I think she'll live for this little bit at least. I feel like it's going to be Missandei that dies in the crypts mm. with the Stark zombies, oh. and Grey Worm's, Grey Worm's mm. going to come back, and he's like, "Yes, we did it." You know, oh, where's my God. woman? <laughs> that would be horrible too. Oh, I had to, no, yeah, no one to I save, no one to run away. Oh, well, it'd be poetic if he went to her island anyway to protect oh, her. Oh, they show the end scene where they show oh, the montage. Oh, that would love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be kind of have, be cool. I think there's definitely going to be some like soft character deaths where it's like yeah. that's what makes it yeah. unexpected. Like you don't expect Varys to be killed in a battle because it's Varys, but like, like why would he be? Yeah. yeah but I think um, that, I think we will see that. I'm okay with saying goodbye to Varys, honestly. Yeah, I'll miss his he hasn't he hasn't said a word. That's Just to get over the eunuch jokes, right? Yeah. That's all we want to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm good. Um, we kind of touched on it earlier but that danny seems like kind of alienated from her people has she even spoken to masande in like since last season i don't think so have they even been in the same like i've yeah she was left at all that's just weird that's just weird to me right then they took off shoot yeah i mean i wonder if we'll get that in the crypt i wonder if we'll get like a little danny got a yeah, Danny got a boyfriend and she just dropped her girl. <laughs> yeah, but I guess Danny's not going to be. Is Danny going to be flying on the dragon? She's she'll be, be flying on the dragon. Oh, yeah, so she, yeah, yeah, she was. There's a shot oh, in the trailer. She she's on. She's okay. on Drogon. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you know, I'll say that for Danny. They're not. You know, she's not letting herself be protected. She's getting out there. So I'll give her that. Um, okay, so we have John, Sam, and Ed are on the castle walls. John suggests the stand, um, the Sam oh. stay in the crypts with Gillian Little Sam and Gillian Little Sam. Um, Sam's a fan, you know. He lists his battle. It's awesome when he listed his battle experience and you know they reminisce <laughs> about friends and all. I stole a considerable number. Of that was awesome. That was. <laughs> 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 
priorities. This uh, I love this scene. Just the three of them, um, yeah. just on top, just takes you back to the wall. Takes you back to season one. I love um, that and they even, and even they bring yeah. it up like us, Grin, yeah, Pip, yeah, I love and that. then Ed saying, um, you know, whoever's left, burn the rest of us. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that was perfect for something him to say. Um, yeah. And like they actually made John laugh. <laughs> With like Sam, <laughs> Sam seems to be the only one who's really made John laugh. Like he says he wanted to be a wizard or something like that in season <laughs> one, and then like when. <laughs> When Ed says we're fucked, and Sam says, well, <laughs> calling you fucked wouldn't be accurate. <laughs> Strictly awesome. accurate. And John left. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, but, and I think when Ed walks up, he says, and now our watch begins. Oh. I loved it. Ed is loved. definitely going to die. So, so, oh. so dead. And we actually saw Ghost. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. That was a ghost impersonator because that wolf is <laughs> yeah. so much smaller than Ghost was, was like small. three seasons ago. It was small. I guess the dragons have been eating all the food in Winterfell, oh so there's nothing God. for him to eat. I just can't believe that they couldn't spend but that much yeah, that, That's nuts. What, what I want to happen with that is just I need Ghost who's never made a sound, like, as when the battle starts, to just howl. (laughs) And then you hear howling from somewhere else, and it's Nymeria and her wolf pack coming in. And and even if they all die, I will be fine with that. If they all die doing that. I was super upset. But I feel like Ghost is just going to die super quickly. And I'm going to be very mad at this, I thought the CGI for Ghost was really bad. Like, he was just like, it like they cropped terrible. him in the background. And they're like, no one acknowledged he was there. He just it was Photoshop. There. Yeah, it looked Photoshop. <laughs> they probably did that on purpose because the fans complained. They're like, let's give him right. the worst possible. Like, <laughs> they did it like a week ago, real quick. <laughs> oh, fuck, we forgot to put Ghost in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, okay, so here we come to the, the good stuff is starting off. Jamie and Tyrion sitting by the fire. Um, and, you know, it actually took a second watch for me to notice. Like, when Brienne enters, he, like, jumps up, you know, sort of reminds me of that scene where he's oh, jumping sorry, the tent, jumps up, oh. and he goes, Tyrion... oh, my lady! <laughs> I stop you. He does not jump up. He scrambles Ram- to his <laughs> feet. Yeah, I know, that's what's going to be the way Tyrion looks at him, like, oh, wow. You, His you eyebrow goes so high. <laughs> and, he, you know, so Tyrion encourages everyone to drink. I love that she's, like, that's how I feel. I'm like, why are you people, I'm glad we got what we got, but why are you people drinking? You should be sleeping. Like, what the, they know. They know they're coming, and they're going to drink and stay up all night. <laughs> <laughs> and we we also get the thing, um, <laughs> sorry. I on. fight better when I'm drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that struck me the most about that is um the way Brienne says the battle could start any moment, and like she well she's talking about it as it's just another battle, just yeah, yeah. another day at work. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, like it's that true. thing where the people who haven't really seen it, like she's seen one of them, but like when you haven't seen the entire army, it just hasn't really set in what you're really up against. Well, and has Brienne ever really seen Battle Battle? battle? Yeah. I don't think so. Where was she during where was she during the Battle nope. of the Bastards? She was like that was when she was going to River Run, right? Or okay. something? No. She was still, no, she was just she was, waiting for it to be yeah, her. No, that was before. A, yeah, she was waiting. Then she 
popped up on Stannis, right? She was just kind of... That was in Battle of the Bastos before. No, the, that, yeah, that she was... just waited for the battle to be over for okay, that Stannis okay. battle. Stan, okay. That I was think the, the, ba- the no, the Battle of the Bastards had to be when she was on her way back. So she wasn't yeah. even around. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, when she's on her way back. So yeah, Stannis I don't. One. She hasn't seen battle at all. If Brienne dies in her first battle, I'm gonna be so mad. Shit. <laughs> You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying that early in the podcast. You're like, I'm out. If Brienne dies. <laughs> <laughs> You have to hang in there with us, even if it happens. Taking myself off the schedule. If she dies, there's a very specific way I want her to die. And it's, I mean, it definitely involves Jamie, but I just, I don't want to see it at all, to be honest. Not in this battle. God, that would just feel so horrible. Like, I, I mean, I worried about it. I legit, like, and we'll get to that scene, but, like, after that happened... I legit were that was the first time I think I've generally worried that Brienne's like really gonna die was after he knighted her, but I mean that but it's Same. a worry, but Yeah, because it's like a, it's like you a get everything you ever dreamed. Yeah, soul. you get everything you ever dreamed of then you oh. die. Can't have um, somebody that happy in this oh show. God. And um oh, okay, and another thing in the scene we have to get to the um Tormund tells the story of the giant's wife. And I thought it was interesting that they're not really playing it as you know, we kinda joked around that he might be like the Heil Hunt, but Jamie didn't seem that threatened at all like he just kind of eyeballs no, him he, and like yeah he's like i know i got no it, you know? not at all yeah, like, yeah. he's like is this <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <He's> <laughs> this story so so like in the books when Tormund tells this story like you it's you read it as like oh this is a tall tale because that's how he tells it yeah, yeah this seemed like he was very sincere that this actually happened <laughs> and this is not a tall tale at all I saw it. It's a, it was, I, I uh, didn't. Well, I don't know. There's giants in the tale. story, so you don't know. <laughs> well, I think it's just like the bear. Bear story. Fucked. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I love that they did. As much as I, I long for the golden bitch lap. Like, you know, I'm glad they they haven't played up any like jealousy thing with Tormund and and Jamie. Like they do station them in such a way that like, you know. Like, you can see, like, Nikolai does such a good job of, like, watching for Brienne's reaction yeah. and, like, looking back and forth. And, like, he knows, but he's just sort of like, oh, oh, yeah. honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, enjoying the little interaction between. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a fun, you know, I didn't, it didn't irk me. It didn't bother me. I thought it was, like, lighthearted, you know. It's he was bearable. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. And then, okay, so we go from that to the Hound. And this was another pretty cool, I thought it was short, but I thought the interaction was cool. The Hound and Ari up on the walls and Barrett comes up upon them and, and he asks Hound if Barrett's still on the list. And my favorite part was when he threatens to throw Barrett if he's going to give him a, <laughs> he's going to start preaching, he's going to throw him that. off the... You could die for good the now. Lord of Light, Lord of Light would really wonder why he brought you back 19 times just so I could kill you by throwing you off. This. That's awesome. That's hilarious. That's Rory's awesome. That's great he's, just, he's great. His delivery is excellent. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, and then Ari, like you said earlier, she she says, you know, I don't want to hang out. You know, I'm gonna be with the, spend my last night with the old shit. So that it, it segues into Ari's <laughs> booty call. And I don't really have anything else written because I kind of said what I felt. So do you guys have any? I just kind of feel like that there's emotion that's missing that I wish was there because I was I was very like shippy about them in that one scene you know years ago I was like oh and now it's kind of like uh 
So, what do you yeah, mean? Just, like, uh, I we like... covered it earlier. So yeah, yeah. Did you, I mean, how do you got? Did anybody change? Did okay, well, I will part? say this. I found that they lack chemistry, but aside oh, from that, the only yeah. thing that's really annoying to me is, like, the outcry that Arya had a sex scene. <laughs> I oh, just, she's 20. So, oh, we're yeah. fine with her being, a, you know, a, a murderer. Yeah. A murderous psychopath, but God forbid she have consensual sex well, with I someone do. that the she only thing knows that, and trusts. Yeah, the only thing that I will say is I wish it was filmed like, again, I harp on a lot, but Outlander has the woman's eye view, and I wish they had more of a woman's eye view to it. I, I, I don't like HBOs, mm-hmm. but that's HBO. They're going to make – it was yeah. her back. It was her body as the main – you were the male eye view looking from the back. Like, I just – I wish it had been differently. Like, I don't care that she had sex, but I think it should have been filmed maybe a little better. But yeah. I what really annoys me about it is the fact that everyone's there seems to be this disconnect in between Sansa and Arya. Like the actors, they are a year apart in age. Yeah, but because yeah, Sansa like... looks more womanly or whatever, it's okay to see her as a sexual being, but not Arya. I mean, it's like that with They're actors. I mean, those baby yeah, face actors. Some of them, you think about Michael J. Fox, like they look young. Like Arya looks like mm-hmm. she's fifteen. Like my daughter has seen pictures she looks like she's she says she looks like she's 15 i mean she looks tiny and i know she's an adult but it's it's a cycle oh yeah you know like i remember seeing i saw like um our, Maisie william was searched people were t- constantly searching for her age after this episode on google yeah, yeah. when well, even hbo had to tweet out yeah. in uh in their <laughs> yeah. twitter and I think it was a very good someone brought up a yeah. very good reason for that yeah. because in the uk there's a law that says that even if the actor is above 18, if the character isn't, it's still oh. illegal to show a sex scene. Oh, oh. shit. So I didn't know that was why. They, yes. Oh, shit. They had to clarify wow. on Twitter. That's why they said she's 18 in the show as well. Oh, it's because I just, then it's not illegal. I think that's good, though. And, I think that's a good oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's yeah. a good play because oh, people well, have been upset. <laughs> what I saw after that is that um somebody like drew a map. And they said, so they're telling me that Arya was 11 when this began, and she's 18 now. So it took the White Walker seven years (laughs) of her life to travel this far. And in one episode, they're supposed to travel from here all the way to Winterfell. It was kind of funny. Yeah, somebody pointed out that she should be still a teenager, right? Like, if you really go legit by what you imagine to be the best timeline of the show, she'd still be a teenager. She'd be like 15, probably. Okay. The one part I did really like about it is did you notice she was playing the lying game with Gendry? (laughs) She totally was. Grilling how many women he's been with. (laughs) I love love that. And he's like, I don't know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) No, the part I loved is when she's like, Was that your first time? And he's like, Well, yeah, it was my first time having leeches put all over me. And she's like, No, (laughs) no, he seemed like. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> you know, there is a moment in Gendry's life where he really, really thought that's really what happens every time people say <laughs> this is every time. Yes, I don't think they just come out every time. I wonder if any of the lack. I wonder if any of the lack in chemistry is because the um. Oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name. The actor says he's 33. He has said before he really skeeved him out that they were shipping yes. them. Like he really was bothered yeah. by that, and he didn't want to ever have a sex scene with her. So it's like. Maybe he's just. Well, that would explain the lack of chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which makes yeah, sense. Do if you your job. Do on one know, hand, I don't know if I could. Mm. On one hand, I love Gendry. And, I well, I, I I love Gendry and Arya. They're probably like overall my second favorite ship, if I'm being you know honest. But I ship them in a sense of like I like the idea of them like sitting on a bench holding hands, you know, and like 
being their own people, like not, I didn't, I liked that there's like, okay, there's some sort of closure almost to the, to their relationship or that they're, it's, it is what it is. But I wish it hadn't been under this. It seems very un Aria like to oh, say, yeah. I could okay. die tomorrow. It's like, I feel no. like this yeah. Aria it's would like, be like, not, no, I'm going to live. I have to, I have to disagree. It's your last night on earth. <laughs> but, but you're of age, the guy you really dig is there. You're going to get it on. Yeah. But do you mm-hmm. think she would have been as much? I don't think it was an Aria's character to be as seductress. Like Aria in the books and she Aria. Is- a predator like she's a killer she's going in for the kill oh, no. yeah I, I can see it <laughs> I think it's Get because that cheapens it, it. <laughs> like that cheapens it for me because at first she's like oh it's Gendry my old you know Gendry and then the way that they actually have sex is it's just like oh I'm just checking this off a box as if oh I'm not I don't really care well, that's about what you I'm wondering like. like what they're gonna channel I guess we'll see whoever's chasing her if it's Gendry we'll see how much she you know, if there's a real connection there or if it was just a booty call. <laughs> all all, all yeah. I could see in my mind when that happened was all the memes about Bobby B saying our houses will be joined. Yeah, um, yeah. I love that. I mean, I'm I, happy I for them. The free I, folks I, subreddit I, was going to have a payday. I, all my issues are just with the sort of lack of chemistry and the actors. Like, I totally am happy for the Gendry Andrew, area shippers. I'm fine. Gant, however they say it. How they say yeah. it? Gendria. Gendria. <laughs> still, still no Sansan, which like is a... crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. Okay. Nah, she's with Theon now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that they haven't even had a scene together is makes no sense. Yeah. I feel like something could be coming though, because like you know, I feel like there has to be something more to that conversation that he and Arya have up on the up on the walls where she says. When have you ever fought for somebody, you know, who wasn't yourself? And he says, I fought for you, didn't I? I? But, like, he also offered to fight for for Sansa, you know? Like, he was, I would argue, a Sansa defense, you know, not in, like, a fighting sense, but he did defend her as best he could when she was in King's Landing. And so it's, like, the idea that he's even there and that they haven't interacted is bananas to me. We're going to the next scene. This is the scene. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a scene we've been waiting for for what five years now. <laughs> like we're waiting for like the or to get our total like reunion feels. Um, they're in the great hall around the fire. Tyrion, you know, the, the, you figure the night's progressing. Um, Tyrion's asking people about their battle experience, and they're kind of going around. And um, Tormund's shocked when Bran says she's not a knight, and he says that if he were a king, he would knight her ten times over. Uh, Jamie's sort of over there pouring some more wine. He gets his catches his eye and kind of, you know, thinks about he's you know he makes a comment, um, you know that you know. Screw night tradition, night yeah, night and night and screw tradition and that kind of is the impetus to get all this started and, <laughs> and then we get our moment in the sun. It was pretty amazing. I don't know how to explain. Like I was serious. I was crying. I don't really have a lot of. I don't know if anybody. When got he the, was like Neil, Brienne of Tarth, oh, oh, that floored me. Oh gosh, yeah. I'm, that was that was almost. I should say almost better than a. Uh, <laughs> That's my new cake. Is I know. Like, I know. Did Jamie Lannister saying Neil? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, yes, it was sir. also. I mean, God, it's like the fight scene in the books. It's like also sexual illusions. You know, it's just great <laughs> and wedding and all. The, yeah, this, oh, this romantic. Is so well done. And they did such a good job of her kind of like, oh, huh, you're so funny, and he's like, 
do you want to do this or not? Meal. And I was like, oh. And I love that Pod gave her like a really, there was that moment was she looks at him meaning for watching that scene oh, myself. God. <laughs> it was such like, he gives her that little look. Oh my gosh. And it's just beautiful. I think this is the, you know, I'm biased. This is one of the most beautiful, the be- most beautiful scene in the series. Like it was just amazing. And I'm okay with the dark light in this. I was okay with it. Like I was like, what about like that exchange of glances between Brienne and Podrick? That's what's yes, so yeah. Like, yeah, he had, oh, he had this cool, moment very... where she was like, "Are you serious?" And I don't, yeah. no, he's not serious. And then she looks at Pod, and he's like, "Go, go." It was and ever so like, slight yeah. nod. Yes, yes. He, he knows yeah, and even nice. even before that, the first time, yeah, even like the first time she looks at Pod because she's what is it? Um... I can't remember exactly what she says or what it said was like, I don't even want to be a knight. And like, she looks at Pod then mm-hmm. and like Pod's face is kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you've ever wanted. But yeah, that, oh, it was just perfect. It was so great. He used to call her sir and. <laughs> <laughs> Mal- and oh, yeah. Oh, I love Tyrion too, like proclaiming her Sir Brienne of Tarth and let's hear it and raises his glass <laughs> and that voice of his. Oh, and gosh. her freaking smile. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, the only emotion I could really, I felt really about this is, I mean, when you have a kid and you watch them do something yes. great, I felt oh. just so much pride for Brienne at that point. Oh, gosh. Just, and, for oh. Both, and then for both of them, because this is something Jamie can yeah. finally do. Like, I feel like he's been, you know, they didn't get into it too much in his show, but his hand, and he felt like he hasn't been very useful. I think he's still probably feeling that. This is something he can mm. do. Like, oh. something so super important for all kinds of reasons that he can make her a part of. It's amazing. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, and it's... It's the best thing he could give her. Yes. Like, you know, in terms of like, you know, he doesn't have much and he doesn't have really honor as far as anyone else is concerned. But he's like, hey, I've got some witnesses and I got a knighthood. So, this you is know, like, I can here. Oh. Let me just fulfill all of your life's desires. <laughs> and this stuff and the, goes in the white the way, book. This is white book material. <laughs> the way they looked at each other, it oh it was God. a married couple. Like oh, after yeah. they've said I yeah. do, it yeah. there it was. It just was. Oh they gosh. got married. That's what Chicky, Chicky sent us the little right before we went on podcast. <laughs> she sent us the little the gift she had, and it is it's amazing. It's a man who's finally experiencing love, like true love, like he's never had that before. Like that's like. <laughs> and her yes her them. too yes her reciprocated oh god <laughs> just gotta get to that wedding night <laughs> and, yeah oh. and it, it is <laughs> the whole a night you know a night of this like a night of the seven kings oh my god that and the references to like duncan the tall and like oh my god because i started listening yes. to that again on audiobook and it's amazing. There's I dreamed of you in that. There's so many back and forth references. And I love that the show put that in. I love that they named it after that, the episode after her, after that. I love that because I wouldn't have expected that from them. Like, I, this kind of shocks me. Like, genuinely. <laughs> this was just so much Jamie and Brienne overload. I mean, we're just not even used to it. <laughs> It's so sad. And it makes me, it makes me sad that they've had so many missed opportunities. <sighs> Because of their chemistry, it's god. just all the lost years of lost content. Oh my fucking god! I'm drunk <laughs> on sunlight. I'm drunk on sunlight. <laughs> yes. Oh god. 
<gasps> and that's the thing! If they had had the time, that would have been a per- perfect time to get it on afterwards. Oh my god! If, there, if, that, right. horn, if that horn hadn't blown, <laughs> you would have got it! <laughs> do you think, I had a thought, do you think that part where Jamie was like, well, I think we should call it a night. Do you think he was trying to get oh along with her then? Yes! <laughs> yes, that's canon! I don't care if it's canon! Yes! Yes! <laughs> that was he was tired he was ready for the nightcap after after the nightcap. <laughs> oh my god okay are we ready to move i don't want to but are we ready to move on to the next <laughs> anybody any last I think thoughts we about our... we'll be here like forever what's the scene after that oh yeah. yes i know it should have been the last one we had okay so we have liana t- tells Jorah that she will be on the battlefield too. I kind of wish they went at it a little more. Um, Sam approaches and pre- presents Hearts Bane to Jorah in honor of his father, Jorah Mormont. That's the very next short scene. And that was pretty sweet. I thought that was, you know, Sam, I love, was great. She had her own armor. Amazing. <laughs> yes. yeah. And she, I, I like that she didn't hate him, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. The, you know, it wasn't that she hated him. She, you know, called him cousin and stuff yeah. but hmm. there was no hate you know there's no hate between them though as far as like why you abandoned my you know our family and stuff yeah there was none of that which was nice to see but i, I love her armor he seems so proud of her too yeah, like, yeah. It's just his look and yeah. His smile. yeah there wasn't like a major trying to talk her out of it he's just like okay yeah you got it you yeah. know and all her men were like around her as she was exiting yeah. <laughs> Like, how can any man under her command be like, I don't want to fight when she's literally going to fight? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> how anyone say, no, I'm not going to fight? Like, literally, Leanna Momart's going to fight. How, is she, <laughs> how old is she supposed to be? Is she supposed to be, like, 13? Or do we know? Or, I don't know. I, she, yeah. yeah. Just little. She I'm looks sure. little. She may be older than, I think somebody's saying she, the actress is 15. She looks younger. Okay. And then next, um, we got... Tyrion asks, oh god, Tyrion asks if someone knows a song, and Pod begins to sing Jenny's song, and we have a sad montage of the characters' final, potential final moments, their final moments before battle, but also their potential final moments. I mean, there's some really moving scenes here, and Daniel Portman has an amazing voice. Oh my god. Yes. (laughs) So, do you think he sang to the whores in King's Landing? Yes, that's the theme, right? (laughs) I would like that. I would like that. (laughs) What? <laughs> I love that theory. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't want to think of that scene. <laughs> but imagine it. Pod's like, wait, 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 guys, and then he starts singing to them. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. And then they just Gosh. comp him vagina. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Out in his pipes. No, he just sang them. It was very PG. You know, no. No sex. He was just singing. Why is he keeping that melodious voice from Brienne? He could have been serenading her. Yeah, she would have loved it. He was song. giving. He was giving the horse <laughs> respect, like Elmo was preaching <laughs> on the videos. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their next. That was very well done. That's the street segment. <laughs> Did you guys uh, watch the uh, behind the scenes about this particular scene though, where um, they want? They knew they wanted to do a song. And they didn't know who to ask. And someone brought up that Daniel Portman has a good voice. So they asked him to sing. Oh, that's awesome. And that, I mean, he did amazing. I mean, per- yeah, it fits perfect. perfectly. Yeah, it fits yeah, perfectly. I, oh my God. I was weeping. Oh, God. He's going to die. I know. And it makes me <laughs> even die. Oh, that he's going to die. Oh, my God. Though. 
Um, but this uh, this scene was where, like, you know, they're going over all the people. Like, when they showed Theon and Sansa, I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I might like this. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I definitely had that reaction to it. Like, at first, I was just like, <laughs> but yeah, it was just yeah, so well done. Moment, I mean, when Pippin's singing over uh, over Faramir going to, yep. try to take back, yeah, another, yeah, yeah, yep. uh, that's another, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh! And then it makes you think like that's why they're trying to go for the like you know the opposite of what happens and where people actually survive. A lot of people could actually tell. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then a final scene that that leads into the singing sort of leads into um, Danny and John are in the crypts or Danny you know comes up to John standing in the crypts and he reveals his parentage. Um, Danny seems I took it as angry. She seems shocked and angry. I don't know. You all got a um, horn sounds three times and then we see Tyrion um, White Walker army approaching in the distance. Um, so yeah, I mean, how did you guys? I feel I like... saw it as incredulous at first okay. and then okay. anger. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, of course your best friend and your brother say you're a secret Targaryen. <laughs> of course that's yeah. right. <laughs> but as she as she realized what it what it means, like she's kind of gritting her teeth as she says, like, you would be the last male heir of House Targaryen. You have a claim to the Iron Throne. Like she right. she's kind of gritting her teeth when she says that. And like I, that's when I like she's angry about this. Yeah. But like I, she I, should be. It makes sense. Yeah, I should. I would be angry if I yeah. was her. Her entire yeah. storyline has been about. Her heritage and taking back the throne that was stolen from her family. And now that's it's like her whole story. Oh and now it's like, oh, just kidding. There's another person here. Damn, that's gonna be a horrible. Feeling. Whose claim her is better than yeah. yours? Oh god. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whose yeah. Who, whose claim is better than yours? Even though neither one of you really have a claim because your family lost the war, but and it's and his it's, claim is better. God. And it's gonna feel like you know, it's the whole thing where you know you feel like the women are shit on a lot so it's got to feel like oh shit and it's a man like even if she was in a relationship it's a man taking my yeah i can sort of yeah i can i can yeah i mean she's come with like i can't believe i'm gonna defend danny but she's here like a giant army (laughs) she's got two dragons and you know the whole related oh well, and you know, like the whole related thing, it's like I can understand how Danny it doesn't really phase her because Targaryens yeah. married their brothers and sisters and dads and all that and uncles and <laughs> but John, I just don't understand how he's not disgusted by yeah, this. I wish he was well, thinking about it. I think he is. I think he is. Gosh. I'm just like, I mean, if I found out that I, I, I slept with a relative, I'd be puking. And, I mean, the crying game song would be on in the background. Eon, maybe that's happening. Maybe every time he ran away from her, he just went to a corner. <laughs> <laughs> went to some murder hole well, and just... Uh, that's what, um... <laughs> yeah, that's what... <laughs> he needed that's a what minute. Brian Cogman said about it. Like, he said, like, that's what John is thinking about, the incest. And, like, we're so supposed no. to see it in his eyes oh, but i feel like i feel apparent. like you just you have to write that like there has yeah, to be it wasn't apparent you can't oh, okay. like yeah, yeah yeah you have to have the character say that yeah it's your nikolai coster waldo but um I, I think the only thing that saves it is that john doesn't want to rule which I think it will be thrust upon him, but he he doesn't want it. So 
from him, he's not a threat to Danny, really. It's if other people find out, which, I mean, other people do know Sam and Bran. And, I mean, it's, I think it's going to get out. That is the thing. I mean, he wrote a dragon, and plenty of people saw him, so that should have been a dead giveaway. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, she must know, too. You know, in her eyes, maybe that's part of, like, you know, we were talking about that before. She realized, hey, he wrote a dragon or something to this. Yeah, like, she, she's starting yeah. to, like, she's believing it, like, and that's when she gets angry. Like, this is, like, I mean, it adds up. It's like, bitch, you're not going to take my spot, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and the horn blows. But, yeah, she, yeah, but, like, she has every right to be mad about yeah, it. So, I, agree. I get that. But I don't, but John doesn't want to rule, which... Again, I think he might end up ruling. So yeah, because he doesn't want it. So that would make sense. He's yeah, the reluctant ruler. Like want. he's <laughs> like he's the tropiest trope of all time. So the reluctant ruler yeah. is yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So that was <laughs> that was the episode. So do we okay? I think we have a lot of mail tonight. So I think Eon's going to start us we, off. <laughs> we do. We're going to start on the Tumblr mail. So all right. We got one from Theon Grey King. It says, Hello, ladies. I hope you're doing well. So Jamie and Sir Brienne did not bang, but it somehow was even more beautiful, and I cried. Don't get me wrong, though. I still want them to bang, but this was just what we all needed. Now, is it me, or is Tormund Walmart Hall Hunt and the show now, sprinkled with some red on it? Jamie, <laughs> Jamie looking as Brienne... At Brienne, like a lost puppy that finally found its owner, is everything I needed in life. <laughs> Have a great week, ladies. I couldn't wait till next week because I know I'm going to be in mourning, and I don't believe I'll be a functional human, Aww. especially if something Damn. happens to Theon, Jamie, or Brienne. Aww. Also, also get your Arya, get yours Arya, <laughs> and I hope. So- takes a page out of my Sunday's book soon. Thank you for listening to my rambling. Keep up the awesome work. Aww. Enjoy yes. the high now. Yep, enjoy it. Yes. All of it. <laughs> it's good enough. Go to North. We got in a nod and it says, I wanted your opinions on something. When Arya hugged John and said, don't you forget that about being part of their family, is that supposed to mean that, that Arya knows about his parentage? Did Bran tell her and not Sansa? I don't know. What do you no, guys think? No, I think no just like remember, was, yeah. remember the North. Remember yeah. who you should be loyal to. That's what I took it as, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah. Um, another Anon says, hello, ladies, an occasional gent or gents. I enjoyed the callback when James looked at Brienne and said, this goes beyond loyalty. It's about survival. It's from season seven in the Dragon Pit where Brienne confronts Jamie. Love the way he acknowledged her. Pod was amazing this episode. I loved every little smirk and nod he did. The way he looked away at Brienne and nodded at her. You can tell that they have a great bond between them and that he respects her as much as she respects him. Love you guys. Oh gosh, it's gonna you ma- too. make it even yeah. harder when he. <laughs> Man, they're oh. adorable. We got a um, a mail from Chikrin too. Hey, our very Chikrin. Um, 
She says, oh, my friends, our ship is sailing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Cover the Jeffrey and stuff six ways to Sunday. So I just want to drop a note about a couple of my favorite parts of this episode. One, I love that Arya and Gendry went at it. I never thought they'd go that far on the show, but I so ship that shit. <laughs> Two, how awesome was it for Dan Portman to get his moments in this episode? Mm. I love how well Pod was fighting and the Tyrion wine pour, and then his voice when he sang, Pod is love, we stand. Yep. And she also goes on to say, because she just... She wanted to send us a little bit more. She goes, okay, I'm not done talking about this episode. <laughs> I feel a lot of the difference between the past few seasons of Game of Thrones and earlier seasons is the loss of those powerful earned character moments. The whole world is buzzing about Jamie fighting, excuse me, knighting Brienne because even if they didn't realize it, they'd been slowly taught to invest into the Jamie-Brienne into Jamie and Brienne and their relationship. It wasn't CGI'd or spectacular or crammed down your throat. It was quiet, slow. Yeah. The show earned it. Yeah. It was yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And welcome to the ship, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Um, next is another Anon. It says, dudes. Oh my god, what the fuck? Arya is a baby. Why must they sexualize every single character? I enjoyed this episode a lot because of characterization, but the Arya thing just made me cringe the whole way. I hated it so much. Every scene she's in this episode is awful. I love the Brienne and Jamie scenes. They were actually given good content to act out. And we're when Brienne cried, oh my god, I teared. Tormund was bearable around Brienne, which was cute, especially Jamie's face. <laughs> this episode was mostly filler, but okay. <laughs> Delightful filler. <laughs> I thought it was pretty great filler. We need to have the calm before the storm sometimes, you know? Good times. Uh, we got another Anon that says, I can't believe I'm saying D&D &D gave me everything I ever wanted in <laughs> yeah, the union. Besides the thing that was promised, of course. But here we are. Is this the apocalypse coming now? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hell's about to happen next episode. Uh, oh, God. And Dick are such Hell's amazing actors. Yes, pretty much. Gwen. Uh, <laughs> are such amazing actors every look between them contains so much emotion each line a not so secret I love you to each other that everyone but J and B seems to have caught on to and my girl finally got knighted her amazing smile at the end Jamie's look of love I am so happy y'all me too oh my God. me three <laughs> yeah, that was one thing I wanted to ask really quick. I forgot to ask before. Did you like? I always felt like this is something I wanted to happen, but I didn't know if it was going to happen. I mean, did you? How did you guys expect this at all from the show? Like at all? Or was no, it complete shock? It was complete shocker for me. Shock. <laughs> yes, that's why I think it's so like momentous because we're all like, "Whoa!" <laughs> mm -hmm. A good shock. Yay. <laughs> we got one from Kama. 
So we got Chicky and a comma mail. Yay! We got them. <laughs> this is where I point out to Lot that I I have still not watched an episode of Game uh-huh. of Thrones. Thank you very much. <laughs> Loving podcast though, and confess that I will probably watch this season at some point. Comma. You're so cool, comma. We're trying to peer pressure you into you gotta watch it. Gotta watch. I guess she sees all the you know she sees all the fun stuff on Twitter. She's seeing all the. I could lo- I would kind of love it if she would just like write in and talk about Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the wire. We could talk about the wire. Yeah, find something that uh, yeah a reference. <laughs> we miss we miss right. Comet and Chicky so much. We like yeah we miss them so much. So <laughs> especially for these right. moments. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I got on Tumblr. So all right. I got the Gmail. Cool. Okay, so the first one we have is from Desiree. Uh, Hello, ladies and occasional gents. I've been listening to your podcast for a while, but I've never had the guts to write in. But with the new GOT season, I decide now is as good a time as any. You guys pretty much summed up my thoughts in your Season 8, Episode 1 discussion, so I won't dwell on that. I had a discussion with my athletic trainer after practice yesterday, and I thought I'd share. She, like all of us here, has read the books, which is rare for the people around me since they all watch the show. I had a discussion with her about what she thought the end game would be, and I agreed with most of her predictions. The conversation was going well until she stated that although in the book she shipped Jamie and Brienne, in the show she preferred Tormund and Brienne. I could only smile and nod, but inside I was screaming like Ned Umber. <laughs> Sounds like she needs a new trainer. Yeah, like now. <laughs> I was very confused as to how she could think that Brienne and Tormund are cute, especially after reading the books. She also stated she wanted them to have large sword-wielding babies together. Ugh. She also ships Sansa and Tyrion. I don't know how to feel about that one either. I have no clue if she meant their book. Or show counterparts. And to be honest, I don't want to know. However, she does hate John and Daenerys. <laughs> so that gives her a redeemable point in my book. Anyway, just thought I'd share that little gem. I also want to say thank you for all the laughs you guys have given me over the years. You are all true treasures. Aww, Thanks. Amber. Aww. <laughs> oh, not Amber. That was Desiree. <laughs> Uh, Amber's our next one. <clears throat> that was an awesome email, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. So Amber writes, Hello, ladies and occasional gents. I think we need to rename the podcast. <laughs> uh, she didn't say that. I'm saying that. Anyway, I was so excited to see your new podcast up this week to go over the episode where I don't always keep up with the book chapter reviews. I have always enjoyed the show analysis that you have put out. Where I do love the show, I'll be the first to admit and point out flaws, so I like hearing analysis that can do the same. The negativity can be a bit much at times, but I understand it and continue on. After all, this is the best place to find analysis, specifically for Jamie and Brienne. Unfortunately, the end of the past episode will be reason for me to wait until the show completes its run before I listen to more episodes. I maybe missed a warning at the beginning of the episode, and I am not looking for spoilers or wanting them. I spent two years avoiding any and all spoilers for this final season as I could. Yeah, yeah, it took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) No, I understand it, though. I feel badly. Yeah, yeah, you gotta pay attention to that warning, because we do. (laughs) I understand. Every time! (laughs) So, even though the Winterfell one is a 
exceptionally easy to infer from promotional materials. It was not something that I was looking for or wanting to know for certain. The foreshadowing and writing of the show have become very heavy-handed enough to make giant light bulbs that it billboard signs for what to expect that I don't want to add spoilers on top of that. So I will say adieu for now and shall return after the finale to hear your hijinks. Amber. That's cool. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, hello, ladies and OGs. <laughs> I had expected all of you to be stoked about the upcoming Lannister trial, being sure to put our favorite pair in the same room. I, for one, am looking much forward to the as yet untitled episode 69. Nice. <laughs> Though I fear that sex position may be rendered unintelligible. Love, niched. <laughs> well, he, you know, we got a we got a nice sweet surprise with the title, so. <laughs> oh. Okay, I got one more. <clears throat> this one is from Alisane. Hi all, happy Easter. I can't believe I lost a week somewhere in the run-up to the show. I was convinced I had still a week to go when I emailed and it was only days. I was heavily medicated at the time, so maybe that had something to do with it. I wanted to share mine and my daughter's thoughts with you on the first episode, mostly because of how little we get of Jamie and Bran, but also our highs and lows. I wanted to chat about it um, on one of my many, many live streams after the show, but so much of it felt negative while I was riding a dragon. (laughs) I think we've found Kama a new Danny Niggle for the final series. We love her despite the inconsistent acting from the first two series and Dead Zone D&D seem to be surrounding her with both bad wigs. You'd think that with all the budget they could surely afford sort out her eyebrows right oh geez i said we have this soft pretty silver queen with these two caterpillars standing out like sore thumbs (laughs) yeah they do they do i mean they're jarring they still are (laughs) uh anybody else feel we're very brienne light on the first episode yes i do we played our own version of where's wally waldo for our second watch um we also have we were so happy with the tiny bit of jamie we got and i'm glad he'll be more heavily featured in tonight's episode already missing little finger lurking in the shadows smiling sadistically i'm not missing that (laughs) not at all Maybe he might rise from the dead, though. <laughs> oh, oh! Never... I hope they burned his ass. Oh my god! <laughs> Show Tyrion is starting to sound like mushroom instead of the witty, sarcastic, uh, intelligent we are used to from George's writing. Yeah. But I kind of like his exchanges with Sansa in the Westerosi wedding council session with Davos and Varys. Who else wanted to gather Sam in their arms and hold on until? he was all cried out and scream at Danny see what you did with your impulsive fire bug itch go to your room now and think <laughs> hard about what you've done final thoughts Euron was awesome Kyburn's still creepy Cersei seriously Jamie too seriously and dragons oh my god <laughs> love you all so much uh, you make sitting on my own feel like a girl's night in off to spend a couple of hours family time um, to lighten our hearts before tonight's episode hope you all enjoy it Oh, <laughs> oh! Thanks for writing in, everyone. <laughs> and, yes, those were and awesome. I feel like we need to give a shout out to Guile because we mentioned everybody else because she's traveling and like she's so great with the social media stuff, Twitter retweets and fun stuff. So, but yeah, she was right there enjoying it with us. <laughs> so, so next episode. We have confirmed spoilers that people with flaming swords and Melisandre comes back, right? 
I hope so. I would dig that so much. I would love if some people died, like some major characters died, mm-hmm. and then the Red Priest show up and resurrect some of them. Yes! That would be awesome! God. Like the shock yes. factor yes, yes, of, yes. Like, of like some of the major characters dying, and then the Red Priest come in and raise them up and give them flaming swords. <laughs> that, that would good. just be badass. See, that would be, awesome. be awesome. <laughs> so just remember Cody confirmed theory if it happens like that. <laughs> This is good. I tweeted that earlier today, actually. I uh, like. I don't like they're gonna show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I had heard like I said, this. So... I feel like that's definitely gonna happen. Oh my god! So this is awesome. Okay, um, I didn't know about and this. Just, how and, is she gonna yeah. get there? I mean, jetpack. I mean, we, we how don't... is anybody getting there? <laughs> 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 exactly. They said they don't care anymore. Or things. How is anybody getting there? I could get to Winterfell by Sunday. They're riding on unicorns from Stargate. No, Cersei's elephants. That's why she couldn't get them. Yes. I'm so tired. Adrenaline is starting to wear off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this was a this was a hefty episode, and you know we can look forward to a more hefty episode next week. And you can read us at close the door and at gmail.com on Tumblr. Close the door and come here at tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter at door podcast. Please like, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google Music, wherever you listen. Uh, wherever else you listen and please support us on Patreon at Close the Door um, thanks everyone for hanging in there <laughs> that was an awesome episode though guys awesome thank you so much yeah. so thank much you everyone fun. and I'm closing yeah. the door get out <laughs>